0: Hello, I'm Max Young and welcome to Uptown Audio News. This week covers all things new regarding the university's COVID-19 response as well as the upcoming election. Reporters Madison Dabrinsky and Natalie Garetti sit down with two campus employees and share their experiences with the indoor mask mandate and how university staff enforces mask wearing.
1: The J. Murray Adkins Library and the Potmartin Student Union are the two most central and populated bu- buildings on campus. Josh Brown, the associate director of the Student Union, had a major role in the efforts to monitor adherence to safety guidelines and student union staff training in regards to COVID-19 protocols. Brown said some of the protocols implemented in the Student Union are hand sanitizer stations, general safety guidelines, foot poles on bathroom doors, and disposable masks that are free of charge at the information desk.
2: Yeah, we're actually keeping track of that number uh, with some reporting. Um, in the beginning, it was quite a lot before all the welcome back packages came. I don't have those numbers off the top of my head, but we are keeping track. So, you know, one week we were giving out five to 10 a day, so like 50 over a week. So we do have some of that data.
1: COVID-19 protocols have been a source of controversy in, for much of America. And Brown explained that union employees are encouraged to take a customer service approach, which has seen less criticism from student union visitors.
2: We don't assume anything. So if we see somebody not wearing a mask, uh, we'll approach them and say a mask is required in the building. Do you have a mask? Do you need a mask? We have one at the information desk. Um, majority of the time people already have a mask. They just take it off for whatever reason. So um, we really haven't had too much of a problem, but we are a mixed use building, right? So people are eating in spaces and stuff like that are that, that are common. So um, that's kind of our approach.
1: Angel Truesdale, a social sciences and business librarian at J. Murray Atkins Library, provided insight into students' adherence to COVID guidelines within the library and the precautions the library is taking.
3: Our service desks have plexiglass up so that um, when users approach, there is a barrier between the staff and any of our, you know, staffs faculty or students that come up, um, we do have our security guards that are posted at every entrance that checks to make sure that anybody who enters the building has on a mask. And we do have the security also patrolling throughout the building to kind of um, enforce and kind of maintain that people are just keeping their masks on. We also just try to maintain any of our policies whenever we come across someone who's not compliant. So staff and security have an information sheet that they can carry with them. So if they do see someone without their mask, then they are asked to put the mask on. And we do try to hand them the information sheet just to kind of let them know that this is a rule we have for everyone and is for everyone's safety. To gain some students'
1: insight, we conducted a survey over Google Forms that asked students about the consistency of mask wearing on campus. The sample size is small because of our limited ability to publicize the survey. Here's what we found. 43.8% of respondents said that they wear masks most of the time, except for when they do not see anyone nearby. 37.5% of respondents said they wear masks all the time, except for when they are actively eating. 15.6% of respondents said they wear masks most of the time, except for when they're speaking to someone they consider to be in their inner circle. 3.1% Three point one percent of respondents said they only wear masks when the building or area directly enforces it. Hearing from two employees from two such populated buildings on campus shows the university's efforts to make campus safe.
2: Campus is, you know, has very dedicated staff to create the safest environment possible. You know, everyone should be doing their part: washing their hands, wearing their mask, um, filling out their daily
0: 9 health check.
1: This has been Natalie and Madison from Uptown Audio News.
0: UNC Charlotte experienced a recent rise in COVID-19 cases. After more than 350 confirmed cases on campus and several clusters within residence halls, university officials are taking extra precautions to limit further spread of the virus. On-campus testing has been expanded, infected students and faculty are being quarantined, and the wastewater of campus buildings are regularly checked for traces of the virus. Students are also required to complete daily Niner Health checks online. Last week, the university released its calendar for the upcoming spring semester. Classes will begin on January 20th and operate in a hybrid fashion similar to this semester. However, classes will move fully online after April 3rd, the final day of spring break. Classes will end on May 5th. I'm Brandon Mitchell, Uptown Audio News.
4: As of today, October 27th. There are officially six days until the 2020 presidential election. If you haven't already voted, it's not too late to cast your ballot and make your voice heard. Due to the COVID-19 pandemic, voting is a little different this year. The most straightforward voting options are voting in person and voting early in person in order to encourage social distancing and avoid long lines voting early in person is strongly encouraged. During the early voting period, individuals can register to vote and vote on the same day at any of the designated early voting locations in Mecklenburg County or in their home county. You will not need a photo ID to vote in the election if you are already registered to vote in North Carolina. There is a polling place at Belk Gym on campus that is open for early and regular voting. If you are unsure of where to vote, visit the North Carolina Board of Elections website or www.ncsbe.gov to check your voter registration, find your polling place, and look at who's on your ballot. If you want to learn more about who's on your ballot and who you will vote for, consider newspapers, endorsements, and reading the Candidates platform on their website. If you have an absentee ballot, turn it in as soon as possible to your local Board of Elections or mail it in. Ballots are valid if they are postmarked by November 3rd and reach their destination by November 6th. A few helpful tips, follow the directions carefully when filling out your ballot. Make sure to have adequate postage on hand. Sign your name neatly and cleanly. Make sure to have a witness to sign your ballot and use a black ballpoint pen. If you would like to track your absentee ballot, go to North dot ballot tracks, dot net slash voter to get notifications when and if your ballot is accepted. Remember that even though this year is very focused on the presidential component of this election, there are several state and local elections that are also important. From president to judges to county commissioner, your vote matters. If you want to learn more about the democratic tradition, go to the 49er Democracy Experience website or democracyexperience.uncc.edu, a dynamic nonpartisan platform for learning about and engaging in civic life. I'm Audrey Wallace Uptown Audio News.
0: That's our show, and thanks so much for listening. Our network manager is Brandon Mitchell. Our assistant network manager is Kristen Crumpler. Our show coordinator is Audrey Wallace. My name is Max Young. Take it easy.